Hey, Extra Round subscribers. Thanks for being a fan of the show. My name is Mike Dyson. One of the things I talked to Elias about was bringing you more exclusive content from interviews we do that don't make it on air during the live broadcast of the show on the Sports Illustrated MMA Facebook page. That includes interviews we conduct during the course of the week, as well as post-fight interviews from the night of the event, as well as fight week chats. Here's audio from Jermaine Durandamay's conference call on Thursday. She didn't talk to the media after her historic win to claim the first women's featherweight title at UFC 208 in Brooklyn, and now she gets the chance to address Holly Holmes' decision to appeal the result and the controversy surrounding the bout. Tune in. And we'll go ahead and take our first question from Brett Akamato with ESPN. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hey, Jermaine. Uh, congratulations, first of all. We didn't get to say that to you uh, in Brooklyn, so congrats on winning the first title. Uh, Thank you. First question I have for you is, you know, immediately after the fight, you mentioned that um, you may have to require hand surgery. You said that it was mm -hmm. due to um, some damage that you had suffered in 2015. Can you just give us a little more background on that and what the steps of uh, your hand moving forward? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I injured my hand in a fight with uh, Larissa Pachenko, and uh, I continued to train and to train, and it bothered me for a long time. And then during this camp, it started bothering me more and more. So I visited uh, an orthopedic surgeon who checked out my hand and hand specialist. And he says, you probably need surgery because you have some torn ligament in the hand. And I'm like, okay, but can I fight first? And he's like, yeah, you can fight first. But after, this, after the fight, you have to come over and we're going to see what we can do. At this point, I haven't been able to see a doctor yet because it's, uh, I've been so busy. So I still have to see a doctor again. And they will evaluate, and then I probably know more uh, what the next thing will be. Okay, so so as of this point right now, I mean, I guess, I guess it just comes down to a gut feeling, is, is what I would ask you, because like you said, you didn't meet with a physician yet. Do you feel like like you're going to have to have surgery, or is it, do you feel like it's something you can't avoid? Uh, well, the doctor already told me it's something I cannot uh, avoid. The only thing is I don't want to have permanent damage, so that's why I want to know and figure out if I have to do it right now or I can do it in a later stadium. But it still it still bothers me, you know, during punches and throwing punches. It still bothers me, so I really want to get it checked out because, like I said, I don't want to have any permanent damage on my hands. And then in the, in the social media post you put out since the fight, you know, you already mentioned that um... – you think you you owe Holly Holm a rematch? Is that mm -hmm. still how you feel? I mean, even not knowing what what the deal is with your hand and how long you could be out, is that sort of what's on your mind right now that your your the next fight should be against Holly? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. And especially with everything going on right now, uh, I feel like if uh, you know with everything is going on, even though I have to, I might have to step out for a little bit and get my hands fixed. I still believe, uh, you know, if she's up to it, we can do the rematch. Have you been told at all what kind of recovery it would take take after a hand surgery? I mean, how long would that um, keep you out if, if that is the route you go? No, they haven't told me much about it yet. How much it would, how how long I have to stay out? Uh, the only thing they did tell me, yeah, you got to be careful because as soon as you fight, you will probably do more damage than there already is. So we don't know the extent of the damage, how it is now. Right now, I'm I'm in a little bit of pain, you know, uh, but it's nothing that I can't handle. But, you know, like I said, I don't want to make it any worse because I still feel the pain. So I want to just get it checked out. And I hope it won't take too long. And I hope there's not too much damage. So I'll be back fast. 
Okay. And last question for me, you know, a lot of, a lot of attention on those late punches and you addressed those right away. You, you apologized for them. You said they weren't intentional. You know, mm-hmm. something that I wanted to clarify with you is that what is your mentality when it comes to the end of a round? I mean, are you listening for a bell? Do you stop yourself at a bell or are you in the mindset of I'm going to throw punches until a referee steps between me and my opponent? Well, the thing is, uh, the thing is, this is also, it was a fight, you know, with heat exchanges, nothing more. And the thing is, um, when I fight, when I throw a combination, I'm in the combination. It's very hard to pull my hands back when I'm already in the combination at that point. I've never thrown any dirty shots. I never threw a cheap shot around the referee. As soon as he stepped in and he put his arm in, I stopped. But it was in the middle of a, of, of a combination. Of course, if I try to hit a bell, you know, I try to hit a bell and stop. But sometimes when you're in a heated moment, you know, you're in the fight. You're in a fight. You get hit. You hit somebody. You know, it was never, absolutely never intentional. And that's what upsets me so much, you know. People trying to to say that I'm a dirty fighter. But it, I'm not a dirty fighter. You know, it, it really hurts me when people say that because I've never had any bad intentions. I truly respect Holly, you know, and I respect the UC and I respect Holly's camp. and. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's sad that things like this happen right now. Thank you, Jermaine. You're welcome. Thank you. And we'll take our next question from Ben Smith with the Boston Herald. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Ben Smith? I'm sorry, you're with MMA Plus. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hello, thank you. Uh, first of all, congratulations on a fantastic win. Um, I guess the first question I'd like to ask you is, obviously you're now the fourth European champion. How does it feel to join such a select few in being a European UFC champion? <laughs> uh, it's, it, feels, it feels amazing, you know, to be the champion. Uh, like, yeah, I can say... My, I, what's the right thing to say? It feels amazing. I get so much love from the Europeans and from the Dutch crowd, also from the American fans, even though there are, of course, a lot of people that are not happy with me winning the fight. Um, I really just, I'm very honored, you know, that I can call myself a, a European UFC champion. And I hope uh, when I get the chance to come back, you know, I can prove the world, uh, you know, that I'm a true champion and I'm an honest champion. Uh, my second question to you is, it's come out recently that Holly Holm is, in fact, appealing against the uh, decision of your victory. What's your stance on that? Um, if real, if I, I believe uh, if Holly feels that those are the reasons, the, 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 the pun deduction are the, the reasons she lost the fight, or that's the reason she, you know, and she's looking to make it a, a no contest or a draw, she should simply just accept the offer I, I think I put out to rematch her. Uh, I mean, if she feels that way, you know, there's nothing I can say much about it. Everybody is entitled to feel however they want to feel, and I respect everybody's opinion. I truly do. Um, I believe I was a fair winner. I believe I had the better shots. I, I believe I was the better fighter during the fight. I, dom- I believe I dominated the stand-up. But, uh, I, you know, I understand that that Holly is sad that she lost the fight. And I'm sad that 
certain occasions happened during the fight that was not, you know, was not in my plan and was not intentional. But, um, yeah, I mean, Holly is entitled to feel and do whatever she likes to do and whatever she wants to do. And I respect that. I believe the uh, justice will serve and the athletic commission will make the right decision. Uh, final question for me. There's been a lot of talk about you possibly fighting uh, Santos. How would you feel about that fight? Do you think it could be made in the future? Of course. I mean, if you're the champion, you know, you got to fight everybody. Chris Cyborg, Holly Holm. But at this point right now, I really believe, you know, with everything going on, I really believe that Holly should get the rematch first. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. And we'll take our next question from Jack Encarnacio with the Boston Herald. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Thank you. Jermaine, now you weighed in at 143.6 for this fight. Uh, we know that Cyborg, for instance, cuts a large amount of weight to make 145. Are you concerned that if you fought her, you'd be undersized? Uh, no, no, not, not really. I mean, you know, I fought, uh, I fought before 145. I fought big girls at 145, and... I train with men all the time. I don't believe uh, I will be oversized. You know, we all know she she's a big girl. And, you know, no, I, I, I believe in my own strength. And I believe that uh, that should not be the problem. Okay. Uh, we know that she's seeking uh, a retroactive therapeutic use exemption for a treatment she was taking because of a weight cut. It, it helps uh, flush water out of the body faster. And if she gets that approval, she'll have, you know, a treatment she'll be able to use to cut weight faster. Do you think mm -hmm. that would provide her an advantage in being able to cut weight at a at a, a different rate than most of the other women? Um, to be honest, you know, um, if she gets the exemption, the exemption, I think that's up to Chris and and the Athletic State Commission. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know much about the stuff she asked exemption for, so I I should first read into it more before I can judge or I can make a statement about them and that. And even though I don't think it's up to me to make a statement about it, um, if, if they give her exemption, there must probably be a good reason why she gets the exemption. And like I said, I don't know much about the medicine she's using or she has exemption for, so I don't know. One some of the other things she said is that you can't run forever. She said that in general about opponents fighting her. How do you feel about the characterization that you're running from her? Uh, you know, I, I honestly, I really don't, I don't take it personal. Uh, I mean, like I said, always, everybody is entitled to say whatever they want to say. Um, I know I'm not afraid and I know I will fight everybody. Um, right now, I mean, there's a lot going on right now and my focus is somewhere else. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's been five days ago that I fought for the UFC belt. And at this point, it's all been so busy, so hectic that I really not had any time to really enjoy it even though I got great people here in Helen Holland supporting me, you know. So right now I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm, like I said before, I'm going to see a doctor, going to get my hands checked out. And, you know, whatever happens after that, what happens after that? She said, um, you know, there's a June show in Brazil that she'd like to go for the title on. Uh, you know, of course, you want to fight Holly and you have the hand injury. Mm -hmm. Um how do you feel about that? I mean, she obviously is, is a decorated fighter in the division and has won titles, but do you feel like you should be able to call where the fight would be, especially considering the UFC has opened up Holland? Uh, no, well, I would love to fight here in Holland. I mean, 
I've I've said it from the beginning. Uh, if somebody if they want the belt, you know, they have to come come to Holland. No, I hope uh, I hope Holly wants to come to Holland. Like I said, right now, you know, there's a lot of in, a lot of talks, and uh, what's gonna happen next? I don't know. You know, I know I don't know what's gonna happen next. I I'm sorry, I I really don't have the answer for that. Um, so we we'll have to see and 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 see how everything plays out with Holly and with the hand injury and with Cyborg. Last question for you: um, Do you see any other opponents at all? outside of home and cyborg in the division? Well, I believe there's a lot of girls coming up. I mean, if you look at Invicta, they have an amazing roster. Take a look right now in Bellator. They have a 145 title fight coming up. Of course, these girls are not in the UC, you know, but I mean, some of them soon might be. So I believe this division can grow and it will probably grow. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And just a reminder to participants, that is star and one on your touchtone phone to ask a question. Our next question comes from Damon Martin with Fox Sports. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hey, Jermaine. Uh, congratulations again on the victory. I'm curious, did you have a chance to go back and rewatch the fight since uh, Saturday night? Um, I've seen parts of it so far. Uh, I've seen chaps of it because I've been I've been truly really busy, so I haven't seen it all. But I've seen parts of it. Then I walk in the house and turn the recorder on, and and I see. I, I, for right now, I've seen every round, but not attached to each other. Okay, uh, you know, at the post fight press conference, Holly said she believes she did enough to win. Uh, you know, it was a unanimous decision; it wasn't a split decision. Was there any question in your mind when that fight was over that you had beaten Holly Holm and deserved to win the title? Especially considering the comments that she made that she said she felt she won. Um, to be honest, yes. At the end of the fight, I felt I won the fight. I think I did more damage. I was the dominant fighter. I believe she pushed me a lot against the cage instead of engaging with me. I made her, in my belief, I made her miss a couple times. And, um, yeah, in my opinion, I did win the fight. But you never know, you know. I'm from, I, I'm European. I fight overseas, so I'm not in hostile territory. But she fights in her home ground. So it's always a question. If you ask me if I look at the statics and how I felt after five rounds, I felt I did enough to get the victory. You know, when you win a title, you want it to be a celebration. You want to kind of enjoy the moment. But with all the questions, because, you know, now Holly's filing the the appeal. She's talking about the shots after the bell. You got these questions about Chris Cyborg. Has it has it ruined the moment for you at all that, that you haven't been able to just kind of celebrate being champion? Or is that just kind of, you know, it goes with the territory of what happened in the fight? Um, it, it's it's a double. It's double. There, there are moments I absolutely have enjoyed it. But there are also moments, you know, not really. I mean, like I said earlier, you know, it, it, it truly upsets me that people say I'm a dirty fighter. But uh, at the same time, you know, uh, when I came home, my home country welcomed me like a hero. So, um, and they, they respected me and they showed me a lot of love. And so, yeah, I get to enjoy my time here. And, and Saturday, something very special is about to happen. You know, I get the honors in my home uh, home city where I've been born and raised. So definitely this Saturday, the party is going to really start and uh, we're going to enjoy it to the fullest with everybody that supported me and my team, my friends and family. So it's going to be one hell of a party. 
you and Holly were very, very respectful of each other all fight week, you know, shaking hands, you know, there was no intensity, no, you know, no, no, you know, disdain share between the two of you. Uh, but afterwards, you know, some of the comments she made, you know, she said she felt like the, the shots after the bell were intentional and obviously she's filing this appeal and things like this. I mean, has that changed your opinion of Holly at all? Do you feel like if there is a rematch that, you know, it will be a, a different feeling uh, than maybe the first fight, just given all of this, uh, maybe I won't say bad blood, but just given all the stuff that happened in the first fight, do you feel like it would change your opinion going into the rematch? Absolutely not. I still respect Holly. I respect her as the athlete she is. You know, and I understand. I understand she's upset. And I understand, you know, nobody likes to lose, no matter what. But I do also believe that, she, I think, you know, if you look at the fight, and maybe Holly knows, uh, you know, if you look at the fight, in my opinion... I won the fight, but I understand she feels, you know, she does, she's not happy about it. And that's why I made the offer in to her in fighting again. You know, for me, a feeling doesn't change because she still has accomplished a tremendous, a lot in this sport, not only in MMA, also in boxing. And you cannot not respect Holly for everything she has accomplished and everything she has done for the sport. So my feelings don't change. I mean, I still respect her, and that will still be the same. And my last question, Jermaine, is there any part of you, and I think I asked you this question before the fight as well, but is there any part of you that feels like you need to vanquish this question of Chris Cyborg because she has been, you know, universally ranked as the number 145-pounder for so many years. Uh, she's the invicted champion, things like that. Is there any part of your mind that feels like at some point you have to vanquish that question to feel like you've kind of legitimized yourself as the true champion at 145 pounds just because she, she kind of looms so large over this division? Um, no, honestly, I don't. And I've said that, like, I think I answered that same question with no either uh, the, the first time you asked me. No. I believe uh, I believe Holly and I fought for the title, and, uh, and for for the reason Cyborg has, she wasn't able to make it, you know. And and right now she's still held up by Uzada. So no, no. I mean, if you get the chance to fight for a UFC belt, it doesn't matter who they put in front of you. You're gonna fight for the UFC belt. I mean, only a crazy person would say no. <laughs> so no, I don't feel that. Okay, thank you, Jermaine. You're more than welcome. Thank you. And our next question comes from Kendrick Johnson with ringtv.com. Please go ahead. Your line is open. How are you doing, Jermaine? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? You said you hadn't really got a chance to suck it in. How much has your life changed since you got the belt? Uh, to be honest, not much. I mean, I'm still Jermaine and I will always stay Jermaine. I mean... You know, the belt, you know, the, the belt is a moment. You know, Saturday night was a moment. But as soon, you know, as I, as I, the fight was over, you know, life goes on and, and I will always stay germane. And I think for me, it's very important to stay always very close to myself. And um, I am staying very close to myself. I'm, I'm still germane. The only thing that changed is I gave a lot of interviews and I'm still busy doing a lot of interviews and, you know, meeting people and, and talking to people, to fans, you know, that have all seen the fight and people have so many questions and want to take pictures, you know, in that way, it only changed in a positive way because, you know, you know, I showed people a different side and I think uh, I'm a blessed person that I'm able to do that. And I'm able to share my love with other MMA fans. 
and for people that don't know you, because one thing I got taken back for the first time to see you fighting in person was how like how charismatic and stuff you were. What do you want people to know about you that don't know about you that they saw you, you saw the fight on Saturday and that's all they know about you? Um, you know, I the only thing I can say is to the people is never judge a book by its cover. You know, uh, I mean, the only thing what I want to do is I hope that one day there might be one person on this planet that I can change their mind. If you asked anybody six months ago or three months ago, do you believe Jermaine is ever going to fight for the world title, for a UFC title? Everybody would probably tell you you're crazy. You know, I've trained 18 years to fight for the biggest organization and to win their belt. 18 years it took me. And it's been an amazing journey. I love every minute of it. It's never, it's not always been an easy road, you know, and it, I, I would be the last person to tell anybody it's going to be an easy road. But what I do want to say is, you know, if you have a dream, go after it. You know, don't let anybody stop you. There's always going to be haters. There's always going to be people that doubt you. But you just got to look them straight in the eyes and tell them, watch me. And with all you've done in the, in the world of combat sports, so is this inequitably the single greatest accomplishment with all the multiple, multiple titles you've got in your great career? Um, this is probably, yeah, this is probably one of the, the crowns that we put, that I put on my, uh, my career. I, I think in a way for me, it feels like I solidified my career. A lot of time, uh, a lot of times in the past people, you know, for a lot of people, I was just that kickboxer and, uh, I'm not that kickboxer anymore. I'm an MMA fighter now. And, uh, I think, uh, yeah, this solidifies my career. And, uh, my final question is, um, Oh, say for instance, you get the rematch with Holly and you win. Do you, do you are you going to go like in the, the new the new mode for UFC champions, regardless if it's male or female? Look for the mega fights, regardless if it's at one forty five or one thirty five, because you got Nunes that wants to come up already, and of course you got the cyborg. Are you just going to just stay stay parked at one forty five and take on all challengers? I, you know, I I just don't want to look past my upcoming fight or the upcoming fights that are coming. But if I, I have to look at it, you know, I mean, look at guys like uh, Conor McGregor who holds belts in two different weight divisions. If I could have, if I could have that, I mean, that would be amazing. So, and I can easily drop back to 135. I mean, it's never easy. Come on, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Cutting weight <laughs> is not fun and it's not easy. I mean, yeah, seriously, like yeah, easy, but it's not easy. It's never easy. But I, I can make 135. You know, and, and I still believe there's also a lot of very interesting fights at 135. And and let's be honest, who doesn't want to be the, the first female that holds two belts in two different weight divisions? Do, do, do you want, so can we see you in Nunez? Would that be a potential fight? Because it's at 145, 135? Oh, yeah, that would be a possibility. That would definitely be a possibility. All right. Thank you and congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. And our next question comes from Adriano Albuquerque with Combat.com. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Um, Jermaine, um, if, if the, the rematch with Holly uh, goes down, the UFC uh, decides that they want this fight, would that be uh, after surgery or before surgery? Uh, I think that's going to depend on what my doctors say. Like I said, uh, I've said it earlier, I have to go back to the doctor. I haven't been able to see the doctor yet. And they're going to reevaluate. They're going to evaluate my hand and see what the damage is and the extent of the damage. 
and uh, they're going to decide if it's for me, if it's a smart decision to fight or do the surgery first. I mean, I, I'm not a doctor. I cannot, I don't want to go against the will of a doctor, especially because I need my hands also for my work. You know, I need my hands. So I don't want to do any permanent damage. So I'm sorry I can't really answer the question properly, but I have to wait till the doctor gives his conclusion of my hand. Well, do you understand then that, uh, I mean, you said after the, right after the, the fight was over that you needed surgery. Then the next day, you were uh, proposing a rematch against, against Harley. Do you understand the confusion, uh, amongst fans and even, uh, crews that maybe, you know, one minute you're saying that you, you can't face her and now you're saying that you're willing to face another woman, how that would create a confusion in fans' minds? I understand the confusion, but I've never said uh, that I was going to... I offered her the rematch. That doesn't mean we're going to fight next week. I mean, I still have to see what the doctors say. But what I'm uh -huh. with it... But, so maybe it's my mistake, my, apology, my apologies if I explain it wrong. After I know what's going on with my hand, we can decide if the rematch can come before surgery or after surgery. My apologies for uh, maybe the misconception. And uh, uh, you mentioned that you need uh, the, the surgery because it, it, uh, it, it's, you need your hands to work, right? Uh, are you um, now on vacation from work? You, you work as a police officer, correct? I'm sorry. Can you repeat the last part again? Uh, you work as a police officer, is that correct? Yes, I'm a police officer. That's correct. Uh, so, are you on a leave? Uh, are you, uh, you know, on vacation to enjoy the title? When do you go back to work? <laughs> no, there is no vacation for me, unfortunately. No, I, uh, I start back work, uh, back at work tomorrow, tomorrow morning, first thing. Uh, I have to get back to work. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you. And our next question comes from Stephen Morocco with MMA Junkie. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Hey, Jermaine. Um, what do you think you'll do differently uh, against Holly if she's your next fight? I think I had a good game plan. I mean, um, I think, uh, like I said, I think I won the fight. I think I was the more dominant fighter. Um, what would I do differently? I would probably... Um, if I can hear the click, no, nah, I don't know. Uh, I will be careful. I will be very careful. I'm very careful listening to the bell because I don't ever want this to happen again and, and the controversial it, it created. I would probably, yeah, be very carefully listening if I can hear the bell and uh, if I can hear maybe the click, click of the two uh, boots during the, for the last 10 seconds, I'll probably go dance around, move around, move away from Holly. So we don't have this controversy, controversy again. Right. How much of that do you place on the ref, uh, the referee, though? Um, I, I don't blame the man, you know. I mean, I think he did a great job after the first time. I, I think I hit on the buzzer the first moment, and he walked up to me. He immediately walked up to me and hold me, and he said to me, it was a legal shot. Do not listen to what people say. It was a legal shot. I think the man did a great job. I mean, you know, 
there's always things you, we, we can say about uh, people, and maybe he made a few mistakes, he probably did, but he's also human. I mean, it's, it's still a sport where somebody has to judge the situation. Um, you know, what can I say? It's not up to me to judge about the man. I think uh, he did the best of his ability at that moment under the circumstances he was in. And um, I'm glad there was somebody in the cage, a referee, no matter what. I mean, to protect us, not only Holly or anybody, but also me to protect us. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, just a, a quick clarify. What do you do for the police? What, what, what is your uh, what is your exact job for them? I'm a, I'm a police officer. I'm a, an, a, it's not a sergeant. I'm just a, an officer. <laughs> I grabbed the bad guy. Behind the desk? What, excuse me? Are, are you on patrol? Okay. Are you behind the desk? Yeah, patrol? I'm on patrol. I'm a, yeah, I'm on patrol. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And our next question comes from Akalish. Ganarupu with MMAindia.com. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Yeah. Hello, Jermaine. Greetings from India. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, firstly, Jermaine, congratulations on your big victory. Just, you know, I just wanted to also ask you, after the fight, when the results were announced and your hand was raised, there were a lot of people in New York that didn't take the decision uh, properly or, you know, did not welcome what the judges had scored. So what was your initial reaction when the name was, was announced and then you heard a chorus of boos? What, what went through your mind? Oh, what went through my mind? It's a good question because at, at that point, it's a roller coaster of emotions. I was just happy. I think I was just happy. I mean, yeah, what can I right. say? Yeah, I was happy. Nobody can take away that shine. You know, even if the rep would have said, your winner comes from the red corner, Holly home, I would still walk out of that cage with a smile. You know why? Because I did it. You know, 18 years in the making, and I wrote history, no matter what. Nobody can ever take that moment again uh, away, you know. And I respect, respect right. Holly so much, you know. So it's it's been a true honor to step and share the octagon with such a great champion as Holly. And, you know... I always say enjoy the moment because it's not forever. So I truly enjoyed the moment. And, uh, you know, I have a great team of people behind me. And, uh, you know, we were still very, very happy. Right. And as you said, it took you 18 years. You know, it, it was 18 years in the making. And as you said, it was one of your biggest victories in your, in your professional career. So just, you know, when your name was announced, it was a monumental moment for you. You became UFC's first ever federal champion, first ever champion from the you know, just the, the reaction from the crowd kind of put you down for a split second at least. What just, just what went through your mind when, you know, you heard the crowd after your name was announced? Uh, you know, to be honest, you know, when you stand there, it's probably like tunnel vision. So you hear it, but you don't hear it at the same time. I got lost in my moment of that of that victory, you know, and there was also a lot, of, you know, there were a lot of boos. But there were also a lot of people chanting, you know, and we're happy. So it's always a mixture of. And, and the thing is, I, I completely understand also why people were disappointed. I mean, Holly is their champion, you know. I mean, Holly right. is the one that upset the world. So I can't blame them. And everybody is entitled to chant for whoever they want to win, you know. I mean, maybe right. when it was reversed, when we were in Holland and 
and I would have lost the fight, my people would also maybe say boo. I don't think so because they respect everybody. So I believe I believe the Dutch crowd would be still be cheering and give a warm applause. But anyways, you know, I got a lot of love also from the New York crowd. So I think I, I'm blessed still, you know, and I still get a lot of love no matter what. All right, fantastic. And now, you know, after the fight, you also reveal that you have an injury. If any, at any point in the training camp, did your team or you saying, you know what, maybe we should wait, you know what, maybe my hand should heal. If any, at any point, did that point, uh, you know, thought cross to, you, to your mind at any point in the, uh, during the training camp? No, absolutely not. There were days I wasn't really in a lot of pain during my training camp and my hand really, really hurt. But there was not a moment in my mind I was not going to fight. I said, even if I have to fight with one hand, I will fight with one hand. But nobody was going to take this moment away from me. Right. And also during the fight, one of the, one of the things that impressed a lot of people was your takedown defense. You know, Holly went for the takedown on numerous occasions, went for the single leg, double leg, you know, she, she, she shoot in, but she was not able to get you down because of her impressive takedown defense. Was that something that you worked on during your camp? You know, just, just take us through what happened and, and how you kind of evolved or, you know, you understood Holly's game plan and kind of worked on it. Um, I think a lot of people make a mistake in still seeing me as a kickboxer, not just a kickboxer anymore. I'm, I've been in MMA right now for for close eight close to eight years and you it would be it would be my bad mistake to think not to train on my takedown defense i trained my overall game absolutely my overall game if the fight would have gone to the ground you know i might have surprised a lot of people you know and at the same time you know i have a great team behind my i behind me i truly have you know the most amazing people. I just don't see them as my coaches. They are truly my blood, my family. Maybe we don't have the same relatives, but they are. And we are prepared for everything. And this is MMA. And like I said, I'm now an MMA fighter. I'm not just a kickboxer anymore. Right. And saying that, you know, almost the entire fight was on the feet. You know, it was either on the cl in the clinches or on the feet. So was that a game plan, just to keep the fight standing against someone with the pedigree that, that Holly Holm has? Was that your game plan going in the fight? Um, the game plan is always to finish a fight. You know, no, I, everybody knows me, and there's no secret. I always want to finish fights, and that was the game plan. And um, I knew I had to be patient with Holly because I'm normally a very aggressive fighter. Everybody knows that, too, you know. But I really had to be patient because she's a counter-striker. So we had to lure her to coming to me. And uh, I was very patient. And in the first two rounds, I ran after her a little bit. And, you know, it was unnecessary to run after her. I mean, there was a lot of distance in between us. But uh, I just had to be patient. And I think uh, I listened very well to my coaches. And I executed everything they asked for me to do. Right. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about Holly Holm or Chris uh, Cyborg. But, you know, even before the fight, you had Amanda Nunes saying, hey, so Conor McGregor has gone up a weight division and won a title. I want to go up and fight the, one, the new 145-pound champion. And knowing that you already, you know, had faced Amanda before, is that, is that the fight that you would want just to, you know, have the opportunity to go for both titles, as you just said a couple of minutes ago? I think right now at this point, the emotions are still very high and, and, and Holly is the one to disc uh, that's being discussed. I offered Holly uh, a rematch. 
I think Valentina Slepchenko is, is, is going to fight Amanda Nunes uh, first. And I think she deserves to fight Amanda Nunes too. I think that's going to be an amazing fight. And uh, let's just first check out my hand, see what the UFC wants and see if they want to put up the rematch. And, in, and if Holly accepts the rematch and, and after that fight, you know, we will see what happens. If it's going to be Cyborg or anybody else, Amanda Nunes, you know, I would love to be the two time, uh, two division uh, champ, but uh, you know, let's let's check out my hand first. Let's I always say, do first things first before we look ahead. And first things first is check out my hand. Hope I can get back soon as possible and get the rematch, and then we will see what happens after. All right, fair enough. One last question for you: How has you know the last week, the past couple of days, been for you after winning the the Saturday title? It's been amazing. It's been at times it's been very hard and harsh because I've, people have some said some harsh things about me that really hurt me because I'm not that person and I really really it really sucks to have negative energy or, or when something is there when there is a negative energy around something. I really don't like that. I'm a very positive person and I respect everybody. So you know, at times that's been hard, but I had so much love from the crowd here in Holland and in Europe and also in America, you know, I had, I got so much love. I have done a, a ton of interviews, you know, which been, which has been amazing. I've been on a kids, I've going to be on a kids TV show. And, and this Saturday here in my hometown where I've been born and raised, you know, I get the honors uh, of the city. So uh, that's a dream come true. So uh, Saturday, there's going to be a big party. We will celebrate the UFC belt here in my hometown then. All right, fantastic, Jermaine. Thank you once again, and uh, you know, hope uh, hope to see you back in the octagon soon. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, and that does conclude our question and answer session for the day. I will now. <laughs>